This episode contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The MFG cast presents 13th Street. That's where we'll be. You made me complete on the edge of my seat. Sweep me off my feet down on Thirteenth Street. Get me in this town Knock me down Turn me upside down Tore me down Then I came around Down on 13th Yeah, so you head out. Um, let's say you catch a cab. You get to the apartment complex. You see that the complex is um, cordoned off. It burned from uh, the top floor or one of the higher floors down. And the some of the lower, you no. Know, because it was on the third. Well, so somebody said it started in the boiler room, which would be the basement. Yep. The someone else said that there was a fire in a third floor apartment, and that there was a guy living. I don't actually. I I don't know if that's actually accurate. There was a fire on another floor. Our uh, yep, one of our I, you do have it. And uh, where is it? The one neighbor, Arnold Doobie. Uh, said there was a strange man that he saw leaving apartment 3C on the third floor. Supposedly it had never been rented out, but I'm not sure if you said where the other fire quote, you know, potentially started. If that was the third floor or another floor. Said some hooligans started a fire, weren't caught. Police are looking into it. Um, she was out with Kimberly Peterson. Uh, started in the boiler room, turned up to turned up to height, started to change, or start maybe turned up too high, started a chain reaction. Another person said it started in an apartment. Okay, so 
So we're going to say that, yeah, so a good amount of this building is burnt. Hmm. So we're going to say, like, it looks like we'll say that this apartment building has seven floors. And we'll say that there's, it looks like there's a lot of fire on the third floor. And then there's a, a fire going up. Oh boy. So seven. No, I'm going to say five floors. Scratch that. Five floors. Okay. We're going to say that basically third floor down is charred. And I'm trying to think of, because I don't know much about fires. It might have crumbled in or not. Well, let's say, uh-huh. let's say no. Let's say that it still looks intact, but brittle. Just for so, story's sake. Yeah, I mean, it could be gutted, but still, like, they may boot people out. Yeah. Right? So, like, can't live here because it's burnt, right? Like, even up on the upper floors that aren't burnt. Because, mm-hmm. like, it may be structurally unsound, but it's yeah. not, like, crumbling, right? Like, it gutted the sheetrock and the furniture and all that stuff. And then the fire department came, put it out before, like, major structural damage was done, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. If, if you wanted to do that, right? So, like, yeah, yeah. not going to fall down. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you know it's it's cordoned off with police tape. It's you can tell there's nobody there. Everyone's been evacuated. You know wherever they might be displaced. Um, you don't know that as as of now, but yeah, that's what you see at the moment. So like he, so it's the shot of him like, you know, street level shot. You see his foot come out of the you know cab pulls up. See his foot come out. Other foot comes out. Door slams camera flips to come up to show this building burnt on the bottom mm-hmm. tape flapping in the wind because it's October then it's cool it's probably a breeze right he starts to step forward and like a like an orange leaf sort of like swirls past him in front of the camera or whatever uh, and he walks up to the building like he looks up the street down the street don't see a cop right I guess you know, if nobody's actively, you know, like it's, it's cordoned off, like, you know, uninhabitable or whatever for the moment. Right. But yeah. Like, well, why don't you roll me an investigation? All right. Am I looking for something? It would be more of an awareness, right? Am I looking to see something if I'm investigating the building, right? Like if I'm looking to try to see where the fire started or whatever would be like an investigator. Well, are you, what are you trying? Are you just looking at the building? Are you looking to go inside? What do you, what are you, what's your plan? Yeah. yeah. So he gets out of the cab. He's walking up the, the, the sidewalk to the building. Right. Cause I assume there's like the street sidewalk and then a sidewalk up to the building. Right? Yeah. Cause it's not like right on the, on the yep. curb. Yeah. Um, so as he's walking up, he takes out his pack of cigarettes and starts to tap one out and then looks at the building again and then like puts his cigarettes away. <laughs> right? And then just like looks up the street, you know, up the other side of the street, you know, obviously you can see the building in front of them. If anybody's yeah, yeah. standing there, he's going to see it yeah. just to see if anybody's around. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so obviously well, there's people around cause it's the city, right? So people yeah, are yeah. walking around, but like, yeah. So yeah. Why don't you roll me an awareness of four? I know I just keep throwing fours at you, but it feels like it works. Uh, that's gonna be a six. Total. Okay. Yes, and yeah. So, as far as you can tell, no one's. You know, people are just hustle, hustle and bustle of the day, but like it doesn't seem like there's anybody posted posting or yeah around the building looking for anything. 
so I have an end then. Okay. He did there's nobody posted. Everybody's kind of going out their business. And he gets into the building unobtrusively. Nobody okay. notices. Yeah. No, that's perfect. He just kind of slips in. Yep. That's a great and. So yeah, so you are on the you are on the main floor of the building. There's quite a bit of damage. So you're kind of like walking through soot and you're not going to cut. You're probably not going to get out of here without looking like you've been in here. Yeah, that's fine. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. necessarily care. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's, there's an elevator that goes upstairs. Obviously that's cordoned off and is out of uh, service. There are, you know, there's like a, a main, like what looks like almost like you would see at like a hotel where it's like a service area. Like someone must post their, as like a door person or maybe as somebody that like, I don't know, just helps with like mail and stuff like that. Um, but nobody's there, of course. Um, but everything is quite burnt. So like a lot of stuff that's around is very unrecognizable. Like, you know, you could investigate some things to see if you can find something, but you know, you're almost thinking that because of what you thought of as the boiler room starting on fire possibly is that it really did, you know, destroy a lot of what's down here. So on the first floor, I look for the basement door, right? Because the washers and dryers and all that shit would be in the basement, right? They're not mm-hmm. going to have that in your apartment. Yeah. So it would be clearly marked. I mean, yep. he lives in an apartment too, right? So like you go downstairs, you go past where the mailbox are like it should be fairly obvious where the basement door is right mm-hmm. like most buildings are kind of about the same so he looks for that to see if he's able to traverse the steps right because the steps might be burnt yeah yeah and, and you can't get in there may be another way into the basement so i'm just going to see if i can try to get into the basement from inside yeah for sure so i'm not going to have you roll for it it's pretty obvious there's one way it's passed past that little service area where the dorm person or whatever is there. And then just off into the right, there's a hallway that heads down. It's going to be heading downstairs what you, where you would assume would be a basement, a boiler room, that kind of stuff. Um, I want you to roll me an awareness check of three. Okay. I got a six. Okay, the steps are stone, so it's nothing that the structural damage really would affect. You know, maybe there's some spots here and there that are a little bit interesting to traverse, but you hear what sounds like a obvious sound of creaking and swaying. And I don't get crushed to death. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does it sound like someone moving or does it just sound like the building sort of shifting? It's, it sounds like the building is shifting. It seems like a really crappy end, but I want to get in this basement and look around. So yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't hey, get murdered by we'll, the building. <laughs> we'll, we'll use that and to keep you safe today. <laughs> okay. So he, he very cautiously makes his way down the steps and into 
the boiler room area. Like usually it's locked sort of thing, right? Because they don't want the apartment goers going and fucking with the boiler or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's usually separated out. So like, it's, you know, it's prob- probably just a wood, like it wouldn't be like a heavy fucking metal door. Yeah, right? yeah. It's probably just a wood door. It, it was a wooden door. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he makes his way in there. I mean, like I don't have you know, whatever fire investigation is, but I do have investigation. Yes. I don't know how you want to. Yeah. Well, let's just say this down here. It a lot. Most of what is here is unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. The boiler room, the boiler is melted. Whatever was around it is either melted or burnt to ash. You could investigate, and you are going to investigate, but you have a feeling in your head that whatever you try to find here, it's going to be a miracle if you find something of worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may be, maybe this is part of the investigation. I don't know if it would be an awareness. Or maybe it's just a simple, yes, it does, or no, it doesn't. Does it smell like gasoline or kerosene does it smell like an accelerant like i don't know if it would still smell the next day okay i don't know anything about that's okay i'm gonna make i'm gonna make you roll an investigation because i feel like this is all investigation okay yep so he's so he's smelling Mm -hmm. right because again like no character is gonna have like fire science yeah 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 like but but like he may have investigated a well, that would probably be a police thing though, right? But say, like, I mean, a suspicious fire. But thing. also, like, that you have common sense as a person that like yeah, yeah, yeah. there might be something you like. Someone just drowned it in gas and lit it on fire. Like that's just right, right, right. you know like, when it comes to a, a fire, up, right? Is there a burnt up fucking gasoline can in the corner, right? Because that shouldn't be in the boiler room. He would also look to see. I don't know that it would be fruitful, but like if the gauges can still be read, you know, like all of like you're saying common sense stuff, you would look, does it look like it was pegged? And I don't even know if that's useful because maybe the fire pushed it past mm-hmm. where it would be set. You know, is the, is the valve all the way open? Right. Cause you can look at the gap, mm-hmm. right. Cause if it's closed, the gap on the metal is going to be smaller than if, you know, it's all the way open. Right. So like yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I this is going to be really difficult. I apologize, but this is no, going to be the fun. first. This is going to be the first time. It's probably going to be something that maybe you don't get any info, even though it seems very obvious. So uh, I'm going to have a DLB eight. Eight. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hey, I give you a lot of good. Like, oh, here's some fours. Now it's getting now it's getting ramped up. The best I got is a six, which I okay. guess is a no and. Right? No and. Okay. All right, so those are both bad for you. Well, yeah, so no, I can't tell anything. Okay. And yeah, I missed by two or more. So some something bad, okay. I guess. All maybe, right. Maybe, maybe somebody walks in upstairs. Okay. Maybe I've a piece it. of plaster falls down I've on me. I've got it. I've got yeah. it. So so yeah, you you try to you try to smell. You're like, okay, there's got to be an accelerant here somewhere. Like maybe there's some gas, or maybe someone put some cleaning products, whatever you know that kind of thing. And you don't smell anything. 
you try to look at the at the gauge and the the glass is cracked yeah and the and the um the gauge on it the little needle or whatever is in the middle and also forward so you can't even tell like what's going on there Yeah, yeah, yeah um you know, you kind of look it around, you almost like sift through stuff. You're, you're hoping like maybe a, a little like fab piece of fabric or something is there. And, and you just obviously whatever happened here, regardless of if it was an accident or not, is not leaving you any clues. Yeah. Which is kind of what I figured, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, as you're kind of doing things, you kind of like you kick like a melted can or whatever. And uh, you hear someone say, is someone there? He like just freezes. <laughs> and you hear, a, you hear mumbling and you, you hear, and you hear somebody say, if that's another goddamn vagrant, I'm gonna flip my lid. And you hear some pattering down the stairs coming toward you. I... Can I make a stealth check to like put myself like around it? Like I don't obviously we don't have a map for the basement, but like around a corner, I at least want to see the person before they see me. Okay. Right. So like to make a stealth roll to do it quietly, right? So okay. they don't hear me like kicking through a bunch yeah, of shit. Yeah, for sure. I know you're here. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be another difficult one just because there's a lot of shit around. Well, so let me, let me throw this at you. Yeah. Is this then a posed role? This person's awareness versus my stealth. I feel like that's an opposed role. Sure. Let's do it. It's not great for me, but it's not terrible for me either. <laughs> oh, I got a seven. Nice. I also got seven. <laughs> what? <laughs> this motherfucker. All right. So, sorry. So, I don't know how that works. So, I so feel like we'd see see each other at the same time. I, yeah, we could do it that way. I, yeah, I don't want to get I don't want to get fucking all tore up and like how. Yeah. Well, let's just this say this. Stuff. Let's just say like you try to like kind of hide behind the boiler or something like that, just to kind of get a leg up. If it's like someone who is a for back for lack of a better term, a bad guy or you know whatever yeah and uh I, I, go ahead i think it makes sense that we see each other right because you you compare the the die roll mm-hmm. right to the thing so like they got a seven so it beats my roll of six mm-hmm. i also got a seven which beats yeah. their roll of six so it's just like oh hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. it's the whole spider-man thing where it's like hey you 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 and that kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and and he's like and he he kind of sees you a little bit. And he's like, "Don't you know that this place is condemned? Get out of here!" Uh, what and does you, the person look like? You can see that he's got a sharp suit. He's got a detective's badge hanging from his belt, and he hasn't quite reached for his weapon, but he's in a stance where he doesn't want to have to. So <laughs> he's he's kind of like he half made it around the corner, so he's kind of like half in, half out, and he just like he. Like he puts his hands up because I can see that it's a, you know, he has the bearing of a cop, right? He's probably got the shortcut. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know he's kind of like got his hand and he says, uh, Detective Spirino. And he just kind of looks at you and he's like, he cocks his head. He's like, 
Who the fuck are you? And what are you doing here? Allow me to introduce myself. My name is George Armstrong. Okay, let's cut the shit. What are you doing here? So, uh, do you mind, like, and he kind of, like, shuffles out so, like, he can fully see me. And he's like, as long as you keep your hands up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No funny business. No, 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 not not at all, not at all. So, uh, um, um, he says, uh, Claire Abram contacted me in my office. I'm assuming that you know I'm a private detective in the in the city. I've I've been in the papers a little bit. He just like he kind of does this thing where he kind of sh- like shrugs his shoulders, and he's like douche. he's like and he's like, what the fuck does that matter to me right now? You should not be in this building. You can do your business elsewhere, not here. We well, need to go. I'm 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 just I'm I'm following up for a client. I'm trying to get some information. There were some conflicting reports. I, uh, and he stops and he kind of cocks his head because he doesn't know if he wants to throw Brian under the bus, right? Like, I don't know if this is helping or hurting right now, mm-hmm. but, but I think he comes out, right? Like he, like he needs this guy, right? Because ultimately he wants to take a look at that report anyway. He says, um, I, uh, not, not stepping on any toes or anything. I, you know, you guys are great. You know, I'm, I'm good friends with Brian. I'd asked him if he could, um, you know, maybe pull a copy to report for me so I could go over it just so I could do my due diligence for, you know, for Miss Abram. Uh, you know, it's a tragic loss, not only her husband, but a, but a couple other people. Uh, I know you've been been working on things. I just, you know, I'm trying to get to get the investigation going, see if I could, you know, bring her some peace of mind in, in conjunction with you. Of course, I'm, again, I'm not trying to step on any toes or anything. And it's funny because then all of a sudden he like kind of laughs and he's like, he, you don't want to step on any toes, but here we are. Okay. He's like, if you'd like to talk, let's talk outside. That's fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, and as you're kind of walking up the stairs, you can still kind of hear that creaking and that kind of shifting or whatever, you know, and It'd be and, careful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he lets you go first. Of course. I assume so. Like I walk towards him. Right. Cause he's not going to put his back to me. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like I say, I'm George Armstrong, but I haven't given him a card or anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He doesn't know Um, you from Adam. Yeah, yeah. So I walk towards him and he kind of like pivots as I'm walking so that I'm in front of him the whole way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. So then we, he actually hears the creaking and the shifting. He's like, and he's like, Jesus Christ, I don't need this today. You know, that kind of thing. You kind of head outside or whatever. And he says, and he, all of a sudden it kind of dawns on him. He's like, Armstrong, yes. You're that CI of uh, O'Shea's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Brian and I go. Uh, Brian and I go way back. I've uh, I, I put I put his partner behind bars. He was uh, he's a crooked piece of shit. Hey, more power to you. But you know, remember there are some channels that you could go that are a lot easier than risking your life and mine actually because I was just gonna. I was just trying to do some routine stuff around the building. And then here I come finding you inside. Look, I, you know, I apologize. I, um, it, it, you don't need my life story. I'm sorry. Look, I just, um, you know, I, I had, you know, Miss Abram came to me, uh, you know, obviously this is, this is my, my business. I have to, you know, do my due diligence for my clients. Uh, you know, sometimes we're, we're able to work together. Sometimes, uh, you know, some of the guys down there have not looked too favorably on me in the past. And I don't want us to have that kind of relationship. You know, it's uh, everybody's just doing their part. I'm, I'm not 
you know, I'm casting no dispersions in your direction as far as, uh, you know, quality of investigation or anything, but I mean, this is kind of my business. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Calm down. Calm down. Before you keep polishing this turd you're bringing before me, let's talk real talk. I'm willing to work with you. If number one, you're trustworthy enough to do the things that I tell you to do. And number two, to not go off on your own and do things that are going to put yourself in danger like you just did. As you know, I work for the people, and that includes people like you that even though you're wanting to do this job well, I can't have you putting yourself in danger like that. That's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. I appreciate that. Because that look that looks bad on me. Because now, I mean, just just think if if I'm doing the if I'm doing my duty here and I'm trying to figure out how Mister Abram died, plus a couple of other people that have seemed to find their way to the pearly gates because of this, and then all of a sudden this this build the structure of this building collapses, and then here you are at the bottom of it. How how good is that going to make me look? I I see your point. I see your point. That's fair. So here, so here's here's what I'll do for you, and this is a courtesy, mind you. I will allow you to buy me dinner tonight, and I'll bring my file with me. But I'm gonna need some. It's gonna be copacetic. I'm gonna need some info from you. We're gonna have to work on this together, because it's not gonna be a one man show where you get all this guts and glory thing. And I get left behind. Cause this is technically my official case. He like, when he says, you know, you can buy me dinner tonight. Like he just like, he's grinning now, not like shitty grinning, but just, you know, kind of like, uh-huh. he says, uh, I, th- I think I can handle that arrangement that, uh, that works for me. Brian can vouch for me. I'm a, I'm a pretty okay guy. Well, I hope so because the chief is on my ass about this and I'm doing the best I can, but there's a lot of a shit storm happening here. And I tend to find out what the fuck is in the middle of it. Well, I appreciate that. All You're right. One of the good guys. Ugh. I hate that moniker. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to you. It's just, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in the fact that anybody's truly good. I do my best. Well, I tell you what, there's, there's, uh, there were some of those guys down there that um, were doing their worst. Uh, yeah, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to make it to where it's not that anymore, because those pieces of shit deserve what they got. I wholeheartedly agree. Okay. So, what time should I pick you up? <laughs> <laughs> and I assume he just like shakes his head like this. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. What did exactly. I just say? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So he's like, all right, there's this great little steakhouse that I like, Ramones. It's on 6th Street. We'll meet there. I like to eat a late dinner. I, I like 8 o'clock. So I got some stuff I got to do. You meet me there. I'll bring the file. And we'll have ourselves a little nice conversation. But you got to have something for me, too. Well, I hope so. I just I just started now, so uh, I don't know much of shit except for what was in the paper. All right. Well, 
I hope I hope you can bring something to the, something to the table so we don't waste our ch- what. I hope you can bring something to the table so we don't waste each other's time. Me too. I'll do my best. That's all I can do. All right. Well, this is gonna sound harsher than it is, but I need you to fuck off now so I can do my job. <laughs> I don't think he laughs. I think he just like he just kind of like nods and um, you know reaches in, pulls out a cigarette. You know, lights a cigarette, walks out to the curb, puts his hand up for a cab. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Okay. So you have been. God, what's the word I'm trying to say? You've been um, not shamed, but. uh... Berated. Yes, (laughs) that's right. Berated like a little child. Not going where going where you're not supposed to be. Um, just for time's sake or for uh, uh, listener's sake, we're at our next session basically. So I forgot where we left off because I know that you left the building, but did you decide where did you decide to go from there? So he he caught me inside. Um, you know, we had a little bit of a powwow. Uh, we made a dinner date. Uh, I think I'm supposed to pick him up at eight. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're gonna have lunch and dinner today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. So from from the um, the, the shell of the apartment building, because I had just enough time to get there and presumably get back to meet with uh, Paul Blanker. So I would um, hail a cab and head over to uh, meet Paul for for lunch. All right. Um. Let's see. Where did we decide? We decided. I think it was it wasn't Murray's. What did he say? We are meeting at D'Angelo's. We're gonna get Rubens. It's on the Upper East Side. Oh, very nice, very we nice. Twelve fifteen. All right. So let's just say you get there just under just under the time. Paul is patiently waiting. He's got himself uh, an ice cold water. It's a nice day out. Um, it, there's actually some outdoor seating, and he's actually sitting out there. I remember if I said anything about the weather at all. Um, we are in the early part of October, so yeah. it's so it's probably uh, it's it's probably a little chilly, but sixties uh, maybe still. Yeah, I mean, yeah. before global warming, who knows? Maybe it's was, it was colder back then. Yeah, yeah. We'll probably <laughs> yeah, let's say it's in its fifties. It's probably a little bit colder back then, but it's actually still a pretty nice day. The sun's out. You know, he's just kind of sipping his, uh, sipping his water, just waiting for you to show up. Yep. So he, um, you know, gets out of the cab, pays the guy, you know, start, I guess, you know, probably makes his way towards the front door and then maybe, you know, sees him out of the corner of his eye and like turns, makes a beeline out to the, to the patio, pulls up a, a chair and sits down, looks around for a waitress, you know, like puts his hand up. Oh, Mr. Armstrong. Glad you can make it. Mr. Blanker, it's a, uh, ooh, what the hell voice is that? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Definitely not George, that's for sure. Hey, uh, Mr. Blanker, how's, how's it going? Um, thanks for, uh, thanks for meeting me. Yeah, no problem. Last time I saw you, we, uh, there was a uh, kind of, uh, kind of some crazy, uh, coincidence and some action going on there. Yeah, it looks like you uh, you snuck out of there scot-free. I spent, uh, well, I mean, they took me down to jail. I didn't really spend too much time in there. But, you know, it's 
I got a ride. <laughs> got a free one at that. Yeah. You know, working my job, sometimes you got to have to, you kind of have to know where the exits are and how to get out quick. And uh, yeah, I got through scot free. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how are things going for you? It seems like uh, you're you're kind of on the map these days. Yeah, you know, I'm uh, I'm keeping busy, you know, rubbing shoulders with the mayor and all that kind of jazz. It's, uh, yeah. it's good for business. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, it's it's a good thing you're you know on the right side of things, you know, especially after that little article about you and Deluca. I'm glad that nobody really took that as you know gospel all right we, we got a meta for a second yes uh i know somebody snapped a picture presumably it was a photographer for a paper yep um have i seen that article like it, it's the 40s right so he would read the paper yeah you you did see it okay was it bad it, <laughs> i don't know that we ever talked about it yeah it didn't really talk about you that much uh, it more talked about rising crime rates in the city and stuff like that. But it did in the byline of the picture, it did reference DeLuca and you in the same breath. So okay. it kind of is bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why Brian was all pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah, well, you know, it's a unfortunate circumstance. Uh you know, you do business in the city. Sometimes, uh, you know, you run into people that you'd, uh, you know, rather not have to deal with. But uh, it's a part of the job. Yeah, I hear you. That, that DeLuca, he seems like a piece of work. I'm kind of glad I have, I mean, besides being in the same place at the same time, last time we, me and you officially were together, you know, I was in the same room with him and Frank Biotti. Yeah, that's a... Uh... That's a pair you don't want to go out for a cup of coffee with. That's for yeah. Sure. Well, and the fact that we we've come out with our skin intact, I'd say that's a plus. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I never did suss out what was going on with that. I don't know if they were just, uh, you know, kind of betting on the fights or if they were, uh, you know, what, what what the deal was with that. I, I I think those I thought those guys hated each other. I, it was weird to see them together. I mean, I don't follow all of that rigmarole and all that but you know you, you hear things yeah i wish i i wish it wouldn't have been so loud in there i wish it because if it would have been a nice to have a good ear on on what was going on there it looked like deluca was kind of kind of heated but not too much and boy if you could ever get any read out of of break of frank biotti it would be a miracle yeah yeah the guy's like a block of concrete Aha! Hence the <laughs> nickname. Yeah. So, um, this uh, this fire, you know, from the other day. Uh, I, I read your article, so it's a good piece. Uh, you got good 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 reporting there. Um, yeah, it's a damn shame. I was a really big fan of Mister Abram. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, you ever been uh, over to the Cotton Club? I, I try to get over there every once in a while. You get some of them big names come down over here. Yep, I can when I can, you know, this this job doesn't afford me too many nights off or whatever, but you know, every once in a while if I'm lucky, I can kind of say I'm doing this as a as a, you know, certain piece or whatever. It gets me gets me in opens some doors. 
Nice. That's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. This job has some perks. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Anything, um, you know, anything you could, uh, you know, tell me off the books, kind of like we were uh, talking on the phone uh, anything that, you know, sort of stood out. I, I went over there today. Uh, the place is looking pretty rough. Yeah. From what I've heard, it's barely standing on two legs. Well, how yeah, about yeah. this? How about this? It's hard for me to give you a lot of information, but how about you just some fire me fire some questions my way, and I will through the filter of the things that I can tell you, will tell you as much as I can. Okay, all right. It's, so he was gonna like slide a fire across the table <laughs> and just put his hand out and just sort of like slide. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because he did say he wanted to be paid. I, yeah, I was yeah. hoping that was gonna that was gonna crack him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So my understanding is that um, the fire started in the boiler room, uh, but I hear from a little birdie that perhaps the fire started on the third floor. Well, let's just say this: that is one place that I've been told that. The fire, the fire also could have been started. There's an extra spot that could also have started the fire, but that where that's at and who, who that may involve, I'm not at liberty right now to tell until I get the go ahead. Uh, and what would uh, unlock that little bit of information, if you don't mind my asking? Um, I would say somebody that wears the color blue. Ah, okay. All right. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I can't name names. Otherwise, you know, I don't have a contact anymore. Yeah, no, no, no. For sure, for sure. I don't want to. I don't want to burn your spot. Aha, burn your spot, boy. You're all full. You're full of quips today. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it just you know comes to me. I'm not always as fast. <laughs> There's also uh, I heard that there was maybe. Um, an apartment room that was not rented out that um, perhaps had a uh, a squatter, if you will. Let's just say that if you wanted to talk to a certain person, his name is Arnold Doobie, D-U-B-I-E. He oh, might be I, able I, to I, tell you a little bit more about that. Do you happen to know where Mr. Doobie is staying? I was kind of uh, hoping to catch him at the apartment. I didn't realize how badly it had been burned. Um, I don't know exactly where his son lives, but he's living with his son, Gregory. Great. Same last name. You bet. Oh, that's perfect. And like, he's got his notebook out. Like he's, he's taking notes. Like I'm taking notes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And in like, he's like, even though, you know, a lot of people that write stories like this probably don't want to give out information. He's, you can tell he's almost elated by how excited you are about the answers he's giving you and stuff like that. So it's almost like he wants to give you as much as he can, but also you could tell he's guarded. He doesn't want to blow up anybody's spot. Yeah. 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 And, and then like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much of that would be public, right? Like, I got that info from JJ's wife, Claire. Claire, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 
you know, cause she lived there. She knows a guy, right? Well, it's Clary is <laughs> so, <laughs> not Claire, but okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I knew it was yeah. close. Yep. Um, okay. So I can track him down. Had, did you, um, did you happen to talk to, uh, Mrs. Abram at all? And he kind of thinks about it a little bit and he says, um, Oh, at the time, I wanted to get some information out of her, but she was so distraught. She didn't want to give me any information. She actually said that she would give me time uh, in the future. And I gave her my card and just told her to let me know. Okay. Yeah. 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 She, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm working for her. I mean, you know, obviously the police, the fire department, they're all handling everything. They have their own investigations, but she was, um, you know, she she thought it was probably wasn't an accident. So, you know, she, she called me in. She yeah, was I would, home. I would say if if there's definitely more than one potential f- spot for starting the fire, I would definitely assume that this is definitely not an accident. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm no private investigator, but, you know, I know some things. I'll bet you do. He says... Um, yeah, she she thought that maybe, um, you know, since they were a biracial couple that, you know, maybe somebody took it upon themselves to, uh, you know, perhaps send a message. But I, I feel like those things are usually more performative. You know, they want credit. They want people to know why they're doing the things they do. So I don't feel like it's that. You know, I think you're I think you're right on that because yeah definitely it's more of a show for people who are racist bigots they you know it's more for bravado than it is for well they're just assholes yeah that's truth he uh you know he leans back he's he lights a cigarette like he's thinking because i like i don't have any questions (laughs) (laughs) nice well i got doobie's location which is good he didn't talk to to clary's is that what he said Clarice, yep. So I got the information from her. I'm assuming that his contact is Spiranu, so that's going to be helpful for me, theoretically. Yeah, I don't... Um, was there uh, was there any other scuttlebutt, maybe? Did you, you know, did you pick up anything just uh, hanging around? Anybody talking? Anybody see anybody? Uh, well, I heard one rumor, and I, I don't know if this is true, just because of what's happening between the police and the gangs, but someone thought they saw a pink scarf around one of the hot spots. But really? again, I, yeah. But then again, I call that more hearsay just because as far as my contact has told me, there's nothing that's shown up yet. Um, Do you know, are any police living in that building? I know things have been pretty heated. He kind of like, you know, eh? this time he actually shakes his head. He's like, oh, man, we brought it a little too far. Um, he says, um, as far as I know, no. I don't think I've I don't think I've, you know. You know, I think. Uh, most people that live there, I think there might have been a firefighter that lived there, but um, I don't think anybody on the force. All right. I mean, I think we could probably. uh probably discount that i mean i know you know things have been bad and they uh like so they like stops and he looks up 
I don't know if you want a brains check or whatever. Is that in the pink's territory? Uh, no, I don't think you need to roll because you're you've been kind of on the ball as far as the pinks and the slicks. Yes, that is their territory. All right. So, so well, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I guess that is their territory. But uh, I, I mean, even if it was a smash and grab, I don't, I don't think they'd burn down a building to cover their tracks. I mean, that's. From what I understand, that's not really their MO, but of course, you know, they weren't killing cops uh, <laughs> last year either. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, I think sometimes when things go awry, uh, the powers that be like to throw certain undesirables under the bus. You know, I believe me, I don't condone anything that the pinks or the slicks do, but I also, don't think that they're that they deserve undue attention for no reason yeah yeah um did you uh you happen to investigate uh jj at all you know any outstanding debts gambling or otherwise you know he's been pretty tip top you know he had some trouble as a kid but I think that's something that was that was in his past, you know, and then at a certain point he music was his love and also was, you know, fighting for what's right. You know, even before marrying Clarice, like he, he fought for a lot of different things that he thought, you know, needed needed a voice. And even though there was a lot, you know, there was a lot of pushback, you know, he's just he's just one of those people that just wasn't afraid to take on the tough task yeah yeah oh shit all right well i just hope that um you know now that his son actually has kind of taken over the business that um i don't know i hope he can keep keep his spirit alive does he um i don't know i don't get i don't know if i would know this does his son play an instrument? Is he in a band at all, or is he more like? Uh, you don't know. You don't know for sure. Okay, so then then he would say, then does his son, you know, play anything? I'm not sure that I've uh, that I've seen him before. No, he's in the he's in the business of music. Like he, I know that he's actually done some producing, um, helped with his father's business as you know JJ was getting kind of older and you know, losing, you know, some of his uh, mental and physical capabilities. He's kind of helped him transition. He's, it just seems like he was the, he was the one that was always going to, you know, help JJ's catalog stay safe. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Good, good. Uh, I met Clarice's uh, brother too. Seemed like a stand up enough guy, writing partner and all that. Oh Yeah. Uh, yeah, Malcolm Jensen. Oh man, have you? He, I know he co-wrote a lot of stuff with JJ, but have you ever he, heard him perform? Have I? <laughs> <laughs> um, I will leave that up to you. I don't know, so I I, I can't answer the question because I don't know like how active he would be at this point, right? Like, yeah. Well, let's say this. Let's. Say, you see more behind the scenes now, like writing and played before. Yep, I'll let the dice decide. Okay, so yeah, so actually, later in life, he actually performed more, and I'll actually say you probably haven't, you haven't seen him. 
That's fair. You know, because like as JJ kind of got older, he kind of got out of it more mm-hmm. where he did more of like the philanthropy kind of stuff where Malcolm did more of the performing and like even got the blessing of JJ and did some like some of their co-written tunes. And like, even though it wasn't as good as JJ, he put a good, a different spin on it and, and yeah, people yeah. like enjoyed it. It wasn't just something where it was like, I wrote this with this guy and he's got the voice. I'll do it. <laughs> and I suck, you know, yeah, that's yeah. happened in life and, it, and it's unfortunate. Nah, you know, I, I never, uh, I never got a chance to see him. I know, uh, you know, he, he took over, you know, a little bit more duties and everything, but, uh, never, never could make the schedule work out, I guess. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, speaking of the God words, I always love when they form in your head. And then when you're about to say them, they don't come out right. Talking about the cotton club. He actually performs there every once in a while. I think it's like the, I don't know, the third Thursday of every month or something like that. Oh shit. I might have to get over there then. Oh, believe me. He's got, He's got quite the songbird mouth, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. Songbird mouth. TM. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I've ever heard that in my life, and I just made it up on the spot, and I liked it. <laughs> All right, so no debts. We don't think it's uh, race-related, which I guess is good. No other scuttlebutt, pink scarf. I don't think it's them. Yeah, I don't shit. I mean, unless you got something else, unless you got a bone you want to throw me, I, I can't really, uh, can't really think of anything else off the top of my head. Yeah, and um, you know, just as you're saying that the Rubens come, there's actually a like a side sauce that comes. That what's the reporter's name again? I don't know why I'm blanking. All Paul Blanker. Paul. Uh, Paul actually orders a little side sauce that is the, their special sauce that you're supposed to dip it in. And he's like, you know what? I think this is a sign that we should just, I don't know, enjoy our meal. Hey, sounds good. Yep. So you, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I order another cup of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, we probably probably talk about that night. We probably talk about stuff that's, you know, going on in the city. Like, oh, what's the craziest thing you've seen? What's the craziest thing you've seen? Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's, let's say like, one of the things he actually saw is like uh, the, and I can't remember all if people remember, please remind me on this episode. But like when um, one of the guys from the first campaign got shot in the street, like he saw it, it was just like happenstance that he was, he's like, yeah, I was just, I was there. And, you know, some goon just rolled up, got out of a car, just point blank shot the guy in the head. And then, got back in the car and just sped off he's like he's like i still have nightmares about that day oh no shit you were right there when it happened yeah i was i was just sitting there having a coffee at this local diner and then all of a sudden just it just happened i didn't, I didn't even know who the guy was and it just all of a sudden it just happened yeah tim mickelson he was a he was a bad dude yeah that's that's from right here you know you always hope that people like that get what they deserve but i don't know if anybody deserved that yeah i mean you don't wish bad stuff on people but um he uh he he killed somebody so i mean you know eye for an eye and all that i guess yeah yeah no it's a damn shame damn shame the world we're living in but 
No kidding. Uh, I guess it keeps me in business. And he kind of like shrugs it. It's like shrugs his shoulders. Like it's a li- it's a living kind of thing, even though it's, you know, it's tragic or whatever. Yeah. He just, if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. And he's just like, uh, he's like, yeah, well, you know, you kind of finish up or whatever. And he's like, Oh, I think I'm, I think I'm tapped. Nice full belly. Thank you for that. Just did a little, you know, peace offering before I take off and you know maybe we can stay connected. Yeah, he well he slid the money across the table. Okay, so, so you did I do said, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I before you were like, oh why don't you ask me some questions? I'm like oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, well I do that anyway, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. So I will kind of rewind that whole thing and almost be like, oh okay, you know, and he like folds it up quickly and sticks it into his jacket pocket or whatever and then proceeds to answer your questions or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I assume like I'm on the hook for lunch. Like he gets up and he's like, All right, that was great. I'll yeah, see yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is, too. You know, <laughs> you know, it's been good. He tips, you know, doffs his hat or whatever, and and you know, he's basically like, until next time, and then you know, gets in a cab and takes off. All right. He probably sits for a little bit, you know, he opens a notebook back up and you know, just you know, kind of like Redigesting the information, um, you know, kind of mulling it over, finishes his coffee, you know, waves over for the check, you know, all that, all that stuff that doesn't really matter. <laughs> but it's good flavor, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so as far as far as let's let's let me try to get in get into the the head of George. Then, so like, you've just gotten this bombardment of, you know, all this information, and you've kind of talked it out a little bit, but like what is your thought process on how you take the case now? Where, where does it go from here? So he's not really sure. So the, the, the interesting bit for him at the moment is doobie mm-hmm. and, and, you know, trying to get a hook into that guy to see what he knows about this mysterious person, about this room that maybe wasn't rented, but was, you know, being lived in or whatever, you know, relatively small building in the city, like everybody knows everybody's business. So like, you know, if this guy was trying to get in and out on the sly, like people know, right? Like that's the unknown in the moment mm-hmm. of like, you know, what, what's happening with that. There was a fire, there may be two locations, the, the, the scarf, if there was a scarf is probably a red herring. He doesn't feel like it's, racially motivated and the and you know jj may the people that died collectively may be you know innocent bystanders in a sense that there's something else that's happening if it you know if he's an investigative reporter and looked into jj like he said he did and there's you know couldn't find not that there's necessarily no gambling debts or you know betting on the horses or whatever but if, if he takes that at his at his word, and at the moment he does, there wouldn't be any any mob ties necessarily. Then, right? Um, oh, you know, you owed the money and you didn't pay, so like we're gonna fucking burn your we're gonna burn you alive in your apartment because it sends a message, right? So yeah, I mean, he's he's kind of keyed in on Doobie. Probably wants to talk to JJ's son to see if there's anything worth knowing there you just get a read on the guy 
to see, you know, does he seem smarmy? Does he seem like he's broken up? You know, is there any, you know, love lost between him and his dad? You know, does he feel like he got cut out? Like, you know, family stuff gets real fucking bad. So, you know, like all that's still theoretically on the table. You know, Clarice didn't come in with any sort of, you know, oh, this happened or that happened or, you know, you should look at this person or, you know, anything like that. Actually, maybe he'd want to talk to her again first to see about that relationship before going to talk to the son who doesn't step into anything, <laughs> probably. So, yeah, I, I think that's that's where we're at right now. I assume we maybe spent like an hour at lunch-ish, hour and a half, something like that. Yeah, sounds about right. So, 12, 1. So, I guess he would probably, we're in the city, he would just walk till he found a phone booth. Okay. Right? And then either dialed the operator, looked in the phone book for, was it Gerald Doobie? Gregory Doobie? Arnold Doobie. Well, I need a son's number. Oh, that's right, because he's Greg. staying with his son. That's right. Son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. I just made I up his up Arnold. I made up his name on the fly, so I forgot. Right? <laughs> there won't be anybody Crap. in that apartment. <laughs> I know. I, it sucks. I should be keeping notes here, but it's it I just like to be in the in the now. So I apologize. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.